0: Texas. A show for local business owners. This is Business Houston Podcast. If you're a small or medium-sized business, this is your source for trends, interviews, and tips for winning in today's economic climate. Presented by the BBB for Greater Houston and South Texas. You're listening to Business Houston, and this is your host, Matt Bertram.
1: Hello, welcome to Business Houston Podcast. My name is Matt Bertram. Uh, today I have with me a special guest. I have Mark uh, Zimmerman with uh, Renner's Warehouse. Mark, hey. Day?
2: <laughs> hey, Matt, I'm doing really good. How are you doing this morning?
1: Fantastic. It's, uh, awesome. it's a great weather here in Houston. I, I really wow. love like the chill where it's- uh, Yeah, bouncing. this is
2: right what we've been waiting for, right? In June and July, when I'm like, please, Lord. Now it's like, yes, we made it
1: this is when everybody moves here, right? Anybody that visits now is like, oh, this is amazing weather. I'm going to move here. And then, like, I mean, this is when, you know, th- this is when you hire people. This is when people buy houses. I feel like, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you, you crap me up because we put on one of the largest uh, monthly networking events for real estate in the state, really. And I've uh, been doing it for years and years and years. And a lot of the, the folks that I know is we kind of have a bump around that November, December, January, February time frame is when people start coming from out of town. Because we do have people come in from you know out of town, out of state. <laughs> and even one of my buddies in Chicago who wants to check it out so he can do something similar in Chicago is like, "Hey, when's a good time to come?" I'm thinking January. I'm like, "Yeah, you live in Chicago. I, I absolutely believe you're thinking January, right?" So love. <laughs>
1: Awesome, Mark. Well, why why don't you tell me a little bit about you, your business, and this event? This event sounds awesome.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, sure. So, um, just like all of all of us uh, Houstonites, we uh, Houstonians. I I was in the oil and gas industry for for many years. And then I got the opportunity back in 2000 to buy a We Buy Ugly Houses franchise. Have you ever heard of that? You know, you
1: seen I, I know a couple of, I know an owner that owns about three of them here. Perfect. Yeah.
2: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So I, I had the one up the woodland side, one of those, and we did that nice. for eight or nine years. And that's what really got me into real estate. And then uh, I got involved with an investment group um, when I sold it right, right before the bottom fell out of the mortgage industry and in, what was it, 09 or so, right? Uh, they say that god takes care of drunks and fools maybe i was both but all i know is that i i sold it because i didn't want to renew because the fees and stuff were going up and then that happened about six eight nine months later and i was like thank you but anyway so you know stayed in real estate and we started doing stuff we uh we started a a short-term investment lending company we started a residential construction company we started a note buying company and then uh nine years ago we started uh, renter's warehouse and so i'm the president and coo of the the company. And that's what we do. And that's kind of my flow from oil and gas into real estate. And I look back, it's been 21 years now and purchased 400 and something houses and 60 something rental properties and I don't know how many 1000s of notes we've done. And and I look back on like big, big turn in the in the road right Uh, from (laughs) from oil and gas to real estate. But I will say this, uh, I have never woken up any morning and not been fired up. Isn't that crazy? I don't know. When you like what you do, love what you do, it changes everything. And I love what I do. So there's my, exactly. there's my 60 or 120 second spiel.
1: Well, hey, I got your website pulled up, uh, renterswarehouse.com for Beautiful. anybody that's looking for America's single family rental company. Look at that, that. I mean, very, Yeah, very clear, very concise. Enter in. Or in. I guess, where you want uh, your property, right? Or, That's or exactly right.
2: And the nice thing is you can scroll down and you can select where your rental property is. So for us, like if you're in Houston, where we're managing, then you scroll down, you go to Texas, Houston, and then boom, our page pops up and you can see properties that we have available for our residents. You can get a feel for our clients. So if you scroll down there, you can see that if you go all the way down, the I'm going to scroll down to the map, right? And you'll see Great state of Texas right there. There you go. And there's Houston and there takes you right to our page. So uh, that's how you kind of drive to the Houston part. And it just tells you a little about us, got our team in there and the whole, the whole nine yards. So um, that's how people can find us. It's really easy to do. And I mean, that shows you right there. It's really basic what we do. It's a complex uh, process, but we just simply help people find tenants for their rental properties. And we help people manage those rental properties after a tenant's been placed. And we can do one of those things or both of those things. And we think that we, uh, we do pretty good with it. So that's what we do.
1: Well, fantastic. So um, you are part of, it's part of a franchise, correct?
2: That's correct, right. We have the largest franchise in the country. Uh, started out nine years ago with two employees and zero houses. And now we're right at a thousand houses and 32 employees. And uh, we're having fun. It's been a really good business for us.
1: I mean that—that's really the great thing about uh, working with uh, franchises is they have a system, they have yes. a process that works. They have support on the national level, um, yes. so it's not like a fly-by-night organization. You're not going to run off with anybody's money, or, <laughs> right. right? Exactly. Like, that's exactly right. Right? There's there's a lot of value. Uh, there is with 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 the franchise. So so tell me who kind of um like. What, what, what's your territory, right? Because you, you're, you're, sure. you're a franchisee, what's your territory? What's the ideal customer? Like you said, you had a thousand something houses. Like what 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 is the complex mix of, I guess, owners or investors? Right. What does that look like? That's
2: no, no, that's a great question. So for us, you know, we've got, um, like I said, right out a thousand properties we manage and right out about 750 clients. So you can do the math real quick to figure out that we're not you know, we're not helping people out that have 30 or 40 houses, although I do have those clients. <laughs> you know, our, our, but our, our, our usual client is that person that has gotten transferred and they're like, man, maybe I should rent my house instead of selling it. I know it's a hot sales market right now, but man, having that passive income, right? Maybe get four or five or six of those over time and they all get paid off by the resident. Next thing I know, I've got five rental properties that are all generating $2,000 each. It's $10,000 gross a month with no debt service. <laughs> I mean, so people decide to do that. Uh, maybe they decide to buy another house and they can't for some reason move their house, although this in, mar- in this market, they probably should. So they decide to turn a rental property or like we talked earlier, maybe they inherited a house. Right. Yeah. And again, you always have the option to sell, but that's just kind of a one and done. And uh, all those years that I was a Weeb Ugly Houses guy, you know, we were buying and fixing up and selling eight to 10 houses a month. Yes, it was fun. And I learned a lot and we made some money, but for the long term, that really didn't generate anything, you know, yeah. so it's all really about rental property and passive income. Read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That's the book that got me going when I decided to make this crazy switch from oil, and gas to real estate uh, 21 years ago. So uh, that's the person that we kind of help, you know, out is that person that needs help with a, a management of their property. And so most of my clients, they're not seasoned investors have been doing this for 20 years. They're like, oh, help me out. How do we make this happen? You and know, so
1: that's it, our focus. It, it, it's funny. There's two things that y- you mentioned that I would want to a- add to the conversation. Yes, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, rich dad, poor dad. Um, you know, uh, that was probably one of the books in high school that my parents gave me. I read Cashflow uh, Quadrant. I yep. even. I uh, got what was it cash flow one-on-one the, the the board yes. game right and uh the board and- game i love it yeah I remember <laughs> the board game now yeah. <laughs> yeah no actually like people in college um liked it like um we, we played it a few times um but yeah i mean i think that um that like Real estate has made a lot of people wealthy, and that's how they maintain their wealth. Ninety-three percent
2: of millionaires, I think it was ninety-three percent, right? I think it's right. I, anyway. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> though,
1: very soon. It'll be crypto very soon. But but um, no, I think uh, a great place to long-term term store your wealth. And you know, someone with your background, I think, uh, really, uh, I I think adds to the comfort level um, right. because you know, there's so much that can go wrong when you're <laughs> yeah. you're buying a house. Uh, You're, you're, you're updating and you're trying to flip it. Like the TV shows make it a lot uh, more simple than it is. And a lot of costs and they get great deals on stuff. So, so there's a lot of work uh, and skill that goes into that. And that might not be for everybody. And it sounds like you've kind of, you know, like a lot of people, there's probably a lot of people that can relate in oil and gas. It's, you know, ebb and flow and you want something more stable. And so you got into real estate and it sounds like you bounced around and you found um, what made the most sense, and probably if it made the most sense for you, would make the most sense for a lot of people, right? Yes. And someone that's been through all that experience is ideal for uh, who you might want to work with, right? Is someone that's been there, think so to answer questions, <laughs> right? That someone that has a, a support of a big franchise. I think all those things are are, are certainly like a, a winning combination. Um, you know, t- tell me a little bit like, so COVID, um, you know, I mean, everybody's now in their house. Okay. Right. Um, like, you know, so, yeah, everybody's always in their house. I'm, in my, I'm working on my house. Now I have an office, I'm paying commercial rental property. I don't know how I totally feel about that in a couple of years when my lease runs out, right. an right. office, But, um, you know, I think that COVID really changed everything. Um, people really put a lot more attention on their house. I can even tell you somebody I work with, they had, uh, a house on lake conroe and they had a house here and they ended up you know because the market's good they ended up selling their house here and just living on lake conroe why not why not right they could have certainly uh kept it and rented it out um you know i mean there there's a lot of things that are changing COVID's changing uh people's outlook i'm curious how that maybe has affected your business
2: oh no you hit the nail on the head i mean uh, it's affected our, our business in a bunch of ways. Talking about people selling houses and moving, or you know, picking a house that they like better. That's certainly been evident. Um, our our renewals or leases are way up. One people just say, you know what, I'm, I like where I'm at. Why should I move around? And COVID kind of kept people from, from renewing, uh, from not renewing the leases, which is huge. <clears throat> as a landlord, it's those those turns, right? Those tenant turns. Every time a tenant moves out, there's expense. It's just like money just starts going out. So you want to keep your tenants as long as you can. And uh, so we find that our residents, they, they really renewed their leases big time in 2020 and 2021, I think because of the COVID. The other thing that we saw was kind of a flight back out to the burbs by yeah. the younger folks, which is crazy. You know, they all wanted to live downtown right by their work and do the cool thing. And now they're like, you know what? I can get a house, twice the size of a house with a yard and it doesn't matter because I'm not driving downtown. So as far as our residents go, we've really seen those kind of two things happen over the last year and a half. As far as Runners Warehouse Houston goes, um, on March the 13th of 2020, I told everybody to grab their, their computers and their voice over IP phones yep. and go home. Seriously. And a year and a half later, we're still. Yep, which is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, for me. (laughs) Yeah, so it's kind of an interesting story. So, uh, in one of the other businesses that we have, uh, we own a sixty-three thousand square foot, forty-two bedroom house on fifteen acres. Wow, forty-two bedroom house. It's called the Manville Mansion. People are all over it. You'll see it when you go online. So, anyway, we had that for years. It was a loan that went bad that we took back. But anyway, we're in the process of fixing that up because it was a shell. Crazy story about it, but I won't wish. Is it a corporate
1: it. retreat or what did you what did you use it for? Like, is it a Rand? I'm not I'm not totally
2: understanding <laughs> what it's for. <laughs> well, the the cliff No story is that it was built. They did the exterior. It's a brick home, two story, 42 bedroom, 12 car garage, indoor pool, 15 acres right in land Crazy. But anyway, uh, then the, the story is that the guy's wife didn't like it. So he, he bought it next door and built and they, they lived there for years. And so there's this shell sitting there and we did a loan and it didn't work out. And we ended up having to take it back and didn't make his first payment. But um, so we thought we'd just sell it as is. But over time, we thought this is a really good asset. Let's turn it into an office. So we've actually turned it into commercial and we're in the process of of fitting it out to, to turn it into a, a commercial property. We'll have the second floor, a renter's warehouse, along with the We Ugly Houses franchise uh, that the investment group has that I work for. And so we just have to get that done. It's been a very big project, as you can imagine, because it was just a shell on the inside, 63,000 yeah. square feet house. Uh, so we're kind of working on that. So we'll be going back at some point, but you know, uh, we're all working from home still. And I will say this, we've always been an e-based company. Okay, so we've never done hard copies of anything. Uh, we embraced technology back before it was cool. And I'm so glad that we did because it was so easy for my folks to pick up their voice over IP phones, take their computers, everything's on the cloud, everything's protected, obviously. But um, that's how we kind of did things and it made the transition to this new paradigm that we're in, right? This new home office thing uh, really easy. And so we didn't miss a beat. I actually hired four, uh, four additional people last year. So we we, we did have done pretty well so yeah no
1: i um you know i think ppp um really took care of a lot of people yes did help um, some folks out right like i think that that was really good um and i think that this has really opened up uh, a new reality to um you know how people are going to work in the future and you can yes. be, uh geographically based uh in almost any job uh where, right. where you can maybe maybe I, I think i we usually talk about this at the end but i think it might be good to talk about it now You know, being being a technology-driven company, um, I mean, how is your process? Like, okay, if someone's like, "Hey, I have a property, you know, I'm living out uh, on in the country now, but I have this house, and you know, I I do think COVID's going to go away at some point, and maybe (laughs) things get back to normal, so I don't want to sell it, right? Because I really (laughs) like it. Um, But you know, other people that maybe uh, don't have that capability to work fully remote um, might want to rent that, right? And so, how do how do I do that? And like, hey, I don't want to leave my country house or, yep. or my mountain house or whatever. Right. right? But yeah. Some people, are Actually, I know somebody that worked at one of the big oil companies or still does. And uh, when they left, uh, she went to Spain. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and, wow. and she was working from Spain for like a couple months. Why and not? If you can't, can. she like, you know, she had to come back for like a meeting or whatever. And <laughs> said, hey, can we push the meeting? <laughs> like so, But, but uh, I mean, the, 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 world's opened up, but like, so if someone, you know, is, is, is hearing this, they, they're thinking about, Hey, I want to rent that out. Like what does your process look like? It sounds like it could be fully remote to, to walk yes. you through and, and all that. So just tell me a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so that, that's great. So we we actually were kind of forced to go to those remote processes when COVID hit, right? I mean, people still wanted to have us lease and manage their houses. People still wanted to move into those houses and see those houses. And, you know, things still had to happen through that whole cycle. So it really did uh, uh, cause us to go even more remote than we already have, Um I will want to say on the side that we've used workflow uh, process automation and software for years. And that's one thing that totally keeps you on point. Um, So that's where we've embraced a lot of the technologies, a lot of our software systems. But if somebody says, Hey, I want to have you help me lease my property. You know, you're going to get an actual speak to somebody that's, that's with the company that knows what's going on and they're going to assign you to whichever one of my leasing agents that's under our brokerage is, you know, covers that area town. And that's a, a local live person that knows the area, lives in the area has been a, you know, a, real, a realtor for years and knows everything there is to know about the area, which I think is strong. That's why we have pot, our, our, our cities broken up into seven different sections for our seven different, uh, you know, uh, realtors. So that way they really know the area. They live in the area, right? That's so important because there's some trends. I mean, I've had some client, talked to a client last week that could not believe that we got an extra $200 on the rent. He was saying it's going to be $14.50 a month because he'd done his research. He'd gone back 12 months. should I've done that Look at the hot market, right? <laughs> uh, and we told him, listen, not only is it a hot selling market, but believe it or not, it's a hot rental market, super hot. Uh, our days on market are like 17 days right now, which is insane. Um, so you're going to have somebody that knows that area. They're going to go ahead and and uh, go to the property. You don't have to meet them. Again, we do uh, Zoom meetings. Everything's uh, e-based in terms of our documentation. So you can meet with them if you feel comfortable. If not, if you live out of state or our country, which about half of our clients do. Uh, you can do this online like you and I are doing, right? And feel comfortable about who you're dealing with. Engage with them, and then they're going to help you to get that ready, that rental property ready to rent. They're going to list it. It goes out on 230 different websites, blah, 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 blah. Get it listed, uh, and then find you a really good resident. Uh, we, again, use software and technology to make sure that our residents are who they say they are. I mean, we've got facial recognition and comparing, I mean, you would not believe the the third party software user we use for that. Um, They even go in the bank account and make sure that the deposits, the money that they say they make is actually going in their bank account every month. How crazy is that? So we do a really good job, I think, of screening our, our residents and then they're gonna move them in. And then the property management department takes over. And again, all of that can pretty much be done remotely with the exception of helping with maintenance and repairs but we have over 40 different uh preferred vendors that help with those kind of things and so they're able to go out next day and, and do whatever needs to be done with of course the owner's approval and that's kind of the flow of the whole process i know i kind of compressed it but we don't have an hour and a half right so <laughs> but i will say one thing that i think uh, uh built some credibility with us Not only have we really embraced uh, technology to allow us to to deal with COVID and some other things, but we've also tried to do, as landlords ourselves, things to make our clients feel comfortable. So that resident that we place, we guarantee that tenant. Used to be nobody guaranteed the tenant that they place except for us, but plagiarism is the highest form of flattery, right? So (laughs) uh, now a few other people do that, but we guarantee every tenant that we place. We give them our our clients a 90-day test drive on management. So, they decide to let us try, uh, let's manage our property in the first 90 days. They say, You guys suck. Uh, they can actually fire us and get all their money back, all their management fees, little setup fee. We try everything. So, we try to do things like that. We have a, a rent guarantee program. So, the tenant flies out, you get rent for a couple months. We have a, a rent advance program, which I'm so excited about that we just started, where you can actually let us rent the property. And we third party with, a, with a, a really cool finance company that will actually pay you a year's worth of rent. Up front. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just doing <laughs> I know. Along with awesomeness, okay? Like, it sounds yeah. like there, there's so many amazing things um, yes. that, that you do and the organization you're part of does. Uh, there's no doubt that um, you're a BBB award winner. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that uh, yeah, and sure. maybe
2: what the BBB means to you? I got to tell you, we have been – very honored to be recognized, as I know uh, the companies that have been by the BBB, because um, the Better Business Bureau is the company, the standard, right, to make sure that people are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And, you know, people go online and check you out now. So it's imperative that you actually be part of the Better Business Bureau and you handle your business. Uh, Things happen. I always say we're not perfect. We are far from perfect. We we are not perfect. I don't mean to paint that picture at all. But I think we're really good at fixing stuff when we mess up. We always raise our hand, even if it's financially detrimental, and say we screwed up. Let's fix it, right? Uh, I think you have to do that as a company now because again, people are going online and and looking, and one of the places they go is Better Business Bureau. So you better have that. So you know we've won a winner of distinction uh, every year that we've we've been open. We've won the pinnacle award a couple times, which is pretty awesome. Uh, so I, I think it kind of shows that we walk the walk. And I would highly recommend any small business owner uh, that is watching this to try very hard to stay in good standing and do the things you need to do to provide a good experience to your, your customers, because people notice, right? And what they say, uh, you know, it takes 10 positives to erase one negative, And I totally believe that. And, and people are going to review you negatively if they have a bad experience, but very rarely do they give you a review if they have a positive experience. Uh, we've been we've been lucky because we've got over 1,400 Google reviews and over 1,300 of them are actual five-star reviews, which is pretty good. But uh, it's hard to get people to say good things about you. So you really have to do well to make that happen. But it's so important. So I think the Better Business Bureau today provides even a better service, not just to us as a small business owner, but more so to the public than ever before because everybody's going online, right? Yeah. Everybody's checking about out. so you you better do that no. and walk the walk, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, fantastic, fantastic. So yeah, no, I think that that was uh, you know jam packed with value. Um, I think that uh, you you really communicated um, a lot of the great things that you're doing and uh, trust building and uh, experience, all, right. all the important things. Um, and certainly authority. Um, why don't you uh, tell everybody, Mark, how
2: they might best get in touch with you or your sure. organization? Absolutely, so my, my way is real easy. I try and make it easy. It's Houston at renterswarehouse.com, right? Houston at renterswarehouse.com. That's an email and we'll get it. And if you wanna to talk to me, just send me an email through that and we'll make sure that we respond back. Uh, as you can tell, I like to talk. I love real estate. I've made every mistake in the world. So I think I'm a pretty good person to talk to. I'm not going to say that, you know, I've never lost money and here's what you should do. Instead, I'm going to say, don't do that. But I I think that speaks volumes. So I'm always willing to talk about that. Uh, Also, make sure to come out to our, our monthly event that I talked about a little earlier. It's the third Wednesday of every month except for December. Our last one is this month on the 17th of November. Right. Wednesday. I think it's at Stampede Houston in Houston. And uh, we're actually going to have the HGTV star Jean-Pierre from Two Steps Home speaking uh, this month, which will be a lot of fun. Houston investor, started in Houston, went to the meetings, our meetings before he actually got started. Now he's on TV. How cool is that? And he's just going to talk about, you know, how can you get started in this? And here's what we did. And now I got a TV show. Maybe you can have one too. I don't know if he's going to say that. But anyway, uh, (laughs) that's a, a good way to come out. It's all free. I Buy your beer, I buy your food, uh there's no sales pitches learn a little something it's good and just look for somebody a pink shirt and i'll be wandering around so that's another way to see us too
1: awesome well mark uh thank you so much for uh being on i really enjoyed yeah
2: thanks for all the time it was great talking to you too man all right
0: thanks so much for listening business houston puts a spotlight on local small and medium-sized business interviewing those successful business owners in houston and those business owners that are winning in today's economic climate business houston is presented to you by the bbb of greater houston and south texas make sure to like rate and review the show we'll be back soon but in the meantime hook up with us on social media at hugh biz podcast that's h-o-u biz podcast Till next time this is business houston